welcome to the first episode of the podcast, Health Burrito, where we wrap it all up. My name is Jennifer Dolly Prothro, and I'm a master's student in health behavior, and I'm also a full-time employee at the Marquis Cancer Center. I'm Melissa Horton. I am a graduate student in public health with a concentration in health behavior, and I'm also a graduate assistant with the Center for Community Outreach. And I'm Miramir Zion. I'm also a graduate student at the College of Public Health with a concentration in epidemiology, and I work at the Southeast Center for Agricultural Health and Injury Prevention. So on today's show, we're going to be talking about Senate Bill 1541, or the Tobacco-Free Youth Act, that was introduced by Mitch McConnell, a Republican representing the state of Kentucky, and Tim Kaine, a Democrat representing the state of Virginia. This bill raises the age of purchasing tobacco products from 18 to 21. Um, this bill was read twice and referred to the Committee on Health, Education, Labor, and Pensions. And since then, no further action has been taken on this bill. And can I just jump in and say, I find it very surprising that Mitch McConnell is in support of this bill, given historically that Kentucky has been a state that's very much on the side of big tobacco. And I also like that there's like a kind of reaching across the aisle between Democrats and Republicans on this issue, and that both sides are really in support of raising the age of uh, tobacco purchasing. I agree with that also. I think um, it's interesting that Virginia is part yeah. of this too. That's not that's something- That's a big tobacco state as well. Yeah, that's not something you usually see in legislation like this, is two states coming together um, but, you know, there are 18 states that have passed this type of legislation, right. Right. so it seems like it's catching a trend. We have almost half of the U.S. that's done this. Yes, and this wasn't the first bill that's been introduced. There's actually two other bills before this one that, are, that was trying to do the same thing. So why do you think that this legislation has been introduced and is catching such a popularity across the nation? I think a big part of it is that for the first time, the youth smoking rate is rising because of the popularity of e-cigarettes and e-cigarette juices that kind of market towards children. I mean, like, what adult is going to go and buy a cotton candy e-cigarette flavoring? It's yeah. definitely something that's marketed towards children. Absolutely. Like, it just makes it tastier. Yeah. You know? And the way they advertise it bright colors, putting unicorns on the packaging, I mean. Yeah, that's not very mature marketing yeah. in general. Like, I like cotton candy, but I'm not gonna go and buy cotton candy because I'm an adult yeah. and I'm not at a fair. Right. Like, if I saw it in a grocery store, I wouldn't buy it, yeah. you know? Uh -huh. But I guess kids like it, so. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I also think some of this comes from all those kind of health scares that happened earlier in the year. Right. Where there yeah. were a lot of reports of people getting sick from using vaping, uh -huh. usually teenagers, mm -hmm. and even some deaths that occurred. And I think that really scared a lot of people. And that's kind of why this legislation just got pushed in so quickly. Right. Yeah. It definitely feels like the beginning of an epidemic with respiratory yeah. health issues happening in kids that are 15, 17 years old. I mean, seriously, it's really concerning. Yeah. I mean, there's like. Yeah, there's like 15-year-old kids that are being hospitalized because they got a bad cartridge. Right. You know, mm -hmm. it's really scary. And, yeah, 
there's also, I mean, if you go anywhere driving, you see places that sell vapes all the time. Mm-hmm. There's tons of vape shops everywhere. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think that's some of it too. Like people are just drawn because they see those stores everywhere. Right. Yeah. They've also done research on people using e-cigs as a way to quit smoking cigarettes. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. what they've found is that people who use e-cigs, like, almost always end up going to cigarettes, right. like regular tobacco cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Um, but also people that try to use it to quit, they end up just using both. Yeah, Like they end up just smoking just as much as they did before. And then eventually they stop using the e-cig because they realize it's not helping and right. they go back to their cigarettes. And with that particular demographic, people that are using e-cigs to quit smoking, you really don't know what is in the juices. You don't know how no. much nicotine content there is. Yeah. I mean, I remember seeing one um, e-cig juice bottle and it said on the bottle does not contain nicotine and then you flip it over in an ingredients that says the first ingredient is nicotine. So yeah. it's like, what do you believe? Yeah. It's not regulated. Not at all. Yeah, it's impossible to tell. I mean. Yeah, I had a similar experience with a family member who tried to quit smoking by using um, vaping and then they ended up going back to smoking cigarettes and they were using both yeah. so yeah. I've definitely seen that happen a lot yeah I think it's important too to remember that in all the substance abuse research that they've done they've found that if you can delay the onset of like picking up cigarettes or alcohol in middle school or high school then ultimately it's it's a protective thing like it keeps you from going to harder drugs like right. marijuana cocaine crack heroin meth so the longer that you can offset that initiation the less likely they're going to end up as a serious right. drug addict well you know they say that nicotine is the true gateway drug and the use of tobacco products like e-cigs or cigarettes often precede the use of other substances like marijuana or the use mm-hmm. of hard drugs yeah which is funny because they try to tell you that marijuana is a gateway drug, but really yeah. it's cigarettes. Yeah, like, nicotine. Yeah, it's silly. <laughs> but which also makes me feel like, you know, like big tobacco is going to lobby against this because it's going to kill their profits. But I mean, let's be real here. Capitalism is the real gateway drug. Yeah. It's like if they can make Ooh, money bars. off of you, <laughs> if they can make money off of you, they will pump you full of whatever they can. Okay. And the scariest part of this whole situation is that they are, the tobacco companies are directly marketing to kids, like we said. I mean, approximately 90% of smokers try cigarettes for the first time before the age of 18. And so, like, nearly one in four U.S. high school students use e-cigarettes. I mean, that's insane. That's a lot. That's scary, because even when you start smoking that young, I mean, there's a lot of health problems that start from that. Mm-hmm. I mean, later in life, there's a good chance they're going to have heart problems or lung issues or anything. Or cancer. Cancer, yeah, a big I mean, one. Yeah, it's no secret that Kentucky is the leader in tobacco and cancer. Yeah. There's a reason. <laughs> you know, exactly. like, Maybe that's the reason why Mitch McConnell is lobbying for this bill. Maybe. Maybe yeah. he sees that his state is struggling so much with its, the youth in his state. Yeah. See, I've read this bill, and there's nothing in there about that. It's just blatantly changing the age of from 18 to 21. Like, there's no other like information in it, which is interesting. Yeah. That they're literally not putting any of that information in it. Very interesting. Yeah. Huh. I wonder if he had like a niece or something that was affected. Yeah, or some a family member that died from I lung mean, cancer. Who hasn't been? Yeah. yeah. Really. Definitely. Okay. So back to where we started, uh, do we think that this bill should be passed? 
Absolutely. I, I'm yeah. voting yes. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it would be super duper good for the state of Kentucky in general. Yeah, I think all states should pass it. Exactly. That's what this bill is for. It's for nationally to pass it everywhere. Oh, oh really? Yes. I didn't know that. I thought it was just oh. for Kentucky. No, everywhere. Oh, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I mean, three out of four U.S. adults favor making 21 the minimum age of sale for tobacco products, and that includes seven out of 10 U.S. adult smokers, which I think just speaks volumes as to how many people like this type of legislation. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, So every smoker that I've ever talked to has always been like, don't smoke, do Mm -hmm. not start. It's so hard to quit. It's so bad for you. It's so expensive. I've never met someone like a real person that was a smoker and said, oh yeah, this is the best thing yeah, I've ever done for it. myself. <laughs> like you should do it. So I think the vast majority of the population would totally agree yeah. that this needs yeah. to be a nationwide thing. Right. And by raising this, I mean, we can save millions of lives mm-hmm. if yeah. we have youth that don't start smoking. Absolutely. Thanks for listening to our podcast, Health Burrito Today, where we wrap it all up. I'm Melissa. I'm Jennifer. I'm Mira. Let us know what you think on our social media pages. Holy guacamole, that's good health.